It's That's Lit with me, Shazzy D. Welcome to the show. Now, I have a question for you. Have you been scrolling on YouTube trying to find something to watch? Well, if you haven't already, be sure to check out this web drama called No Ordinary Love. Joining me on the show today is writer, one of the stars of the show, and the producer of the show, Esther Fuati. Esther, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. (laughs) Can you tell us what is No Ordinary Love all about? Oh, yes. So No Ordinary Love is a K-drama inspired rom-com web series. It's five episodes, 10 minutes long. It's about an inter-ethnic couple. We have Hyunwoo, he's Korean-Australian, and Beck, who is Zambian-Australian. They had a bit of a secret relationship um, away from the eyes of Beck's best friend, who just happens to be Hyunwoo's sister (laughs) and his parents and their family. Um, But during that secret relationship, Beck broke up with Hyunwoo with zero explanation. He was heartbroken, hadn't heard from her or seen from her until his sister Hannah's wedding where Beck shows up because that's her best friend. And now Hyun is like, okay, this is my chance, my opportunity to find answers as to why this girl broke my heart. And so it's just a fun um, rom-com where we see this couple get thrown together in the same space where they don't want to be. Hyun is hunting for answers and Beck's just trying to get away from him. And of course, in that close proximity all of the, the butterflies start flying again and, you know, romance leads to one thing to another and, yeah, it's just a, a fun show. What I just love about it is, you know, uh, it's set in Australia. How great is that? Yes. Can you tell <laughs> us what inspired the story? Yeah. So um, pretty much it being set in Australia is something that I never thought of. Like I was just writing a show that I wanted to see. Um, as an actor, I think it was around 2020 when I first came up with this concept. Um, at the time I was just really sick of all the auditions I was getting. Um, not to say that they weren't good quality auditions, like the industry produces some good quality work. However, there's just, um, a lack of work, especially for people of color, especially for African people in Australia, that is more than one dimensional work that allows us to be seen in different roles and personalities. I was getting the same type of things coming through, through my inbox. It was always like either playing a nurse or support worker, always someone who had an accent. And so I noticed I was like, okay, it's definitely because Africans in Australia were such a small percentage of the population but we're still here. And so it takes the, the culture, the society a while to realize that there are, there are Africans here and we exist in many different forms and dimensions. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to create something that I personally, myself, this black girl would want to be in, um, something that she would want to watch and just enjoy turning up to set every single day. And for me at that time, and to this day, it's it's definitely K-drama inspired. <laughs> Wonderful. And it's just such a joy to watch. And I think there's just something also about, you know, seeing yourself represented, seeing, you know, a type of story that maybe other cultures or maybe the other backgrounds are so used to seeing themselves in, but like 
people from African backgrounds. Like I could see myself in it. Like you see yourself yes. in it. It's just so fun and refreshing. That's definitely what I got when I was watching it. Thank you. Yeah, that was a big part of it. Even just seeing an interracial couple that isn't like a white individual with an ethnic person, I think in media is also rare. So that was another point that a lot of people have mentioned. They were like, it's great to see a different mix in terms of inter interracial, inter-ethnic couples. Speaking of that, you know, it is, you know, K-drama inspired. So there are obviously a lot of Korean references and a lot of um, bilingual um, language in there as well. Um, how was that putting that all together? That was great. So early on in the process, I approached one of my good friends in Sydney, Helen Kim. Helen Kim is one of our producers on the show. She's also an actress. She plays Hannah, um, Beck's best friend, the runaway bride in the show. Um, so Helen and I I chatted and we chatted about this project and we both um, were born overseas. Helen was born in Korea. I was born in Zambia. And we both had this third culture kid experience growing up in Australia. There's Australian culture, there's our home culture, and then there's this mix of the both of them that we create in the middle. And so it's sort of in that area where we realised as actors, we're not getting those opportunities to play those those types of roles. Um, and we went about creating um, the story with our um, co-writer, Mina, who was also one of the directors on the project. And we really wanted to make sure we adequately represented Korean, Australian and Zambian Australian culture. So in the show, um, having bilingual um having a lot of languages involved in terms of having the mom speak Korean and the kids understand her and speak to her in English. It's a very Australian, Korean Australian experience, even just for myself, who my parents speak to us in our um, home language, which is, which is Bemba. I respond to them in English, which is very common for um, immigrant kids. So we wanted to put those experiences in because it's just very authentic to what the Australian immigrant kid experience is. Um, we also wanted to make sure that we completely represented um, Korean Australian culture. That was a big point of it too, because there's the K dramas which we were inspired by in terms of story structure and directing style. And obviously that comes from Korea. And then in terms of what Korean Australian culture is, it's a bit similar, but very different. And so for um, Helen and Charles and Mina and our director, um, who who were involved in this process, it was really about adequately representing Korean Australian culture and and what that experience is like for them here. And it was also filmed in Sydney. Yes. How was that experience, you know, going on location, finding, you know, a really good place to set the whole story? Yeah, that was great. So um I'm the only one in my team based in Melbourne. And this was all happening during lockdown. So we were doing a lot of video calls. Um, a lot of my team were going on recce's and they were taking me on Zoom. <laughs> and I was like, this looks amazing through the phone. <laughs> so it was great because I, I definitely had a, a very supportive team around me. Um, Helen 
did a lot of the location scouting. Our producer, Joanna Beveridge, she did a lot of that organization and going to a lot of the locations as well. Um, and yeah, we found a got good locations based on our networks as an independent team. Definitely a lot of our locations, a lot of our crew, um, equipment hiring, all of that came from our networks and the people we knew. So we filmed a lot of the scenes at um, Hills Grammar in Kenthurst, which is um, our producer Joe's old high school. <laughs> we filmed a lot of our other scenes around Sydney and areas that we knew um, and had access to as well, which helped us in terms of like keeping production costs down as well. Nice. Yeah. yeah, very creative. Good idea. Yeah. Um, you also got some support from Screen Australia. How did that come about? We got a lot of support, significant support from Screen Australia. Um, during the early stages of the creative process for me, I had applied to a number of different initiatives and like story development initiatives um, statewide. And one of them was the Digital Originals program by Screen Australia that they run each year um, for creative projects. And basically, you if you get accepted into the program, you get to develop your web series, um, short form series um, idea into something that then can be brought out with, I think it was SBS and NITV at the time. So we went through that process. I did the application. That was when um, at the beginning it was just, I believe, Helen and myself. Um, and then we didn't get accepted into that. <laughs> so it was a hard rejection. Yeah, hard rejection. But at that time, I, I was really thinking about our project and thinking about the um, opportunity there was for it within the market. And I knew it was a very strong concept. So um, even though we were sad that we, we didn't, we were rejected, I knew that there was still like still fuel for us to keep going and then out of the blue we got a, an email from screen australia i believe it was one of the um execs there or or one of the representatives there who were like we love your idea <laughs> and we're interested in funding it if you can produce it independently and so the, yeah that's how we got connected with screen australia they saw our pitch from the previous digital originals and basically we developed it ourselves we were on zoom like just doing our writer's room between the three of us, Helen, Mina and myself and getting the scripts ready. Joe was looking over them and just sending feedback through email. And we did production funding with Screen Australia. They funded the majority portion of it. Um, we also had other investors on board as well. Um, yeah, that's how, how the Screen Australia funding came about. And the process with them was just incredibly supportive. Like, if you are an independent creator, independent producer, even an actor who's like, I'm not getting any work, honestly, write something. There are a lot of initiatives or approach um, an ex more experienced producer and go to Screen Australia because at the moment they are looking for stories for the digital landscape, for online, for TikTok, for YouTube, Facebook. Um, there's a lot of opportunity and they're very supportive, like no dumb questions with them. <laughs> the amount that I was emailing them and just asking everything and anything. And they always came back with just so much encouragement, even throughout the feedback process after we'd shot the series and they were viewing the the early um, cuts of it. They were just on board and loving it and giving us a lot of good feedback. 
Oh, I'm so glad, even, you know, out of something that seemed like, oh, no, you know, a devastating result, you didn't get it. That's yeah. still like the seed of now what is mm -hmm. your job. Yeah, because every application, you never know who's reading it and who's viewing it and what opportunity that could create down the line for you. So always put your work out there. Yes, and never give up. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I also want to say congratulations to yourself and the whole team because your web drama has got a whole bunch of accolades so far. I'm going to say so far because, you know, onwards and upwards. I'm going to read them out, okay? I, I, I had to. I had to. <laughs> Best web series at the Phoenix Short Film Festival in June and Best Web slash TV Pilot slash Series, Best Actor, Best Actress, at the LA Sun Film Fest and official selection for the Lift Off Global Network Sessions 2023 event. Like, huge, huge. How does that make you feel? Thank you. It's great. It's it's a little surreal to think of like this idea that came up in while I'm sitting on, on my bed in my pajamas has now gone out into the world and there are people who have nothing to do with me and know nothing about me and my team. And they've watched this project and they've thought, you know, this is great. Like, let's recognize it in some kind of way. I think that's something that's a huge achievement for us as a, as a group, because it just shows that the hard work we put into this and the creativity and the idea we had um, really has resonated with an audience, which is what we wanted in the beginning. Kudos to you guys for getting such international, you know, response to a story that, like you were saying, you were like, it's just something I wanted to see myself in. But <laughs> so many people also agree. Like, what a great show. Really enjoy seeing it. And, yeah, it's just mm. been on the up and up. So good work to you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank you. No, our entire team is ex super excited and it just definitely is a reflection of all of their hard work put together. Now, what is next for No Ordinary Love? Yes. So currently we are just in like a pre-development stage for a second season. Um, yes. As an independent creator, it's definitely about um, funding opportunities and acquiring that funding to be able to develop and produce the next season. Um, but that is something that I am 100% have my eyes set on and working on the story, bringing a different angle to Beck and Hannah's love story. In season one, we definitely got to see all of the drama and the comedy around Beck and Hyunu getting back together, um, having a, a second male lead and the classic love triangle trope in there. So that was fun. Love a good and love triangle. I'm sorry. I just yeah. I love a good love triangle. Can, can I know, who are you, Team Hyunu or Team George? <laughs> I was Loki, Team George. <laughs> Then we did our job, our one job when we were writing, and Mina Kang can attest to this because George is her, like, creative baby, <laughs> that character. <laughs> our one goal was to create a, a second male lead and that connection between George and Beck be so strong that people would be, like, torn. <laughs> yeah. Who are they going to choose, Hyunwoo or George? And we have a lot of Team George out there. 
we really presented Korean Australian culture and our take on that, um, our representation of that. Um, just to pay respect and homage to the K drama um, genre and style, because that's what our entire series is heavily influenced on. And so, in the second season, we really want to now bring in Beck's side of the family. We want to showcase the Zambians. We want to showcase African culture and bring in some some comedy, some drama. You know, some new opposition from African parents. Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> oh, I am here for it. Look, I am ready for this one because as a fellow third culture kid, oh, yes. standard, like I'm sure there'll be some things in there that I will just be like, oh, ah! <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Yes, we want it to hit home. Um, I think a big representation through Beck is we also want to, represent the experience of firstborn African daughters, <laughs> the Ooh. trauma and the struggle they go through. <laughs> Look, I wish I could relate. See, I was, <laughs> I'm the last born. I got the I'm not a firstborn either. <laughs> I'm the last born girl. So I'm like, is, I'm comfy. We're good. We're sitting pretty. Yeah. But there is, yeah, there's a lot that comes with, you know, the responsibility All of the being the firstborn daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And how that, how that affects, um, I guess how you firstborn daughters in ethnic homes approach relationships as well. I think it's a big, yeah, it's a big part and a lot of themes and experiences to explore as well. What do you hope people get out of this web drama? First and foremost, I want people to be entertained. <laughs> like that was always our goal as a team. We just want to bring entertainment um, we want people to be able to laugh and connect with the story and and swoon and and just get butterflies when they're watching it. And then second, if they get something deeper out of it, that's just like a bonus. I think a big part of creating this story for us, um, especially the creatives, the key creatives and the actors, was um, having adequate representation for um, Black females and Asian men in romantic roles it's something you don't see often um often the stereotypes around that don't allow for black women and asian men to be in the romantic lead roles you know either they're the best friend the supporting um there's also different ideas around black femininity and asian masculinity that sometimes can block those opportunities for actors to be in those roles so we just wanted to show something different um we wanted to have a new take on the rom-com series and yeah since we've made the series just seeing the changes in in um media like a whole bunch of different movies that have come out that are portraying different um romantic pairings and portraying female black females and asian men in different roles that are not one dimensional is so exciting and i think it really shows the future of where our industry is going which is nice how exciting again congratulations on your web series on all your accolades and all the best for season two. Oh, thank you thank you for having me on and i'm excited for your show back at it again <laughs> yes yes i am <laughs>